Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. Well, October was dining month at On Milwaukee, and you had a chance, Bobby, to, to visit some classic Milwaukee restaurants throughout the month. For once a week, I went and I focused on a, a real Milwaukee classic. I did Mater's one week. I did Five O'Clock Steakhouse one week. Mm-hmm. I did Jack Pandel's one week, and I did Three Brothers. So I had never been to Three Brothers Restaurant in Bayview. This is a Serbian restaurant that's been there for more than 60 years in the same spot in Bayview. So normally we're in the studio here talking about places that you've been or places we've been together. But this time we were like, let's go have lunch. Well, and we thought, I mean, it made sense too because Milunka is so great at telling her family story. Yes. That it seems sort of ridiculous for us to sit here and talk about her family story without involving her. My name is Milunka Radicevic. I'm part of Three Brothers Restaurant, and I am uh, officially titled daughter. So she, she takes this title daughter, and I think that, you know, it just speaks to this is truly a family institution in Bayview. It's been there for 60-plus years, and, you know, they live there on site, too. It's There's an apartment above the restaurant that has been their kitchen for, for their entire lives. Yeah, and it's interesting because uh, her grandfather started the restaurant when he came from Serbia, and he came alone. Um, and over time, he had to bring his family sort of person by person to the United States. And he named the restaurant Three Brothers for his three sons because his dream was to have them all back together and working together in the restaurant. Even before it was a family place, it was always envisioned as a family place. And as we said, there's this apartment upstairs where the family has lived. Uh, there's no kitchen inside the, the upstairs apartment. So the restaurant kitchen served as their actual kitchen for decades and decades, the whole time they've been there. Yeah, still does, right? And there's just so much history in the building. That, that we were introduced to. Of course, we get there and, you know, it's a restaurant, so we get there and there's grape leaves on the table waiting for us, Serbian coffee being brewed, and we sat, we sat down and had a meal. Their whole philosophy is that it, it takes a while to have a dinner there. You know, it's like a two-hour experience, and they really do seek to make it a the atmosphere of like a family occasion, like you're having a Thanksgiving meal. Absolutely. I mean, this this restaurant is not just a restaurant to them you know to her she can point to a corner in one side and say that's where they put me on timeout when i was a kid <laughs> right that's the table over there where i used to do my homework when i was in college yep. that, you know what i mean this is this is literally their house so when they invite you in to eat they treat you like people would treat you if they invited you in you know it's one thing to feed somebody it's another thing that when you're together and it's it really is magical is when everyone's nourished I like that word better than fed. And it really was a nourishing experience. Of course, the food was delicious. Uh, the the burek, the the grape leaves, just amazing. But it was that that warmness, the hospitality that that you just don't get at not even an independently owned restaurant. You know, this is truly a family restaurant, a family institution that's been there for so many years. It smelled like home cooking. It smelled like family cooking, like like uh, you know, really old recipes that have been shared. For generations, you know, nothing have I ever made, Bobby, in my life has that smell. Like, the, you know, like when your grandma cooks, yeah, you right? just, it's just, there's some magic that happens there. I will say that there's a lot of things you can say about Three Brothers. Oh, it's Serbian. Oh, it's in a cool old building. It's family run. You know, lots of things you can use to describe it. But the one thing it doesn't have is any shtick whatsoever. Of course, it used to be a Schlitz uh, Tide House. So there's, um, you know, some Schlitz memorabilia original to the building, including a really great mural behind the bar. Yeah, that's a mural of the Grand Tetons that was there from the bar days. And then there's a spinning Schlitz sign that yes. still actually spins. And it's a globe, much like the globe on the top of the building outside. Uh, which is pretty rare. And there's all the original woodwork is in there. I mean, it really looks as much like an old Schlitz Tidehouse would have looked back then 
as you'll find anywhere, I think. I loved how the chairs have the kind of the natural uh, patina from years of wear, but you know they, they you could just see the history and just you know the chairs. Yeah, the the bar stools are the stools that were in the bar when her dad bought the restaurant in the fifties. That's crazy. And who knows how long they were there before that? Yeah, and the formica tabletops mm-hmm. that are you know still original to at least the business. And for me, one of the most striking things was this beautiful piece of uh, kitchen equipment, a, a butcher block that still is on display in the corner of the dining room. She showed us to the corner here and explains this beautiful story about her grandmother. And that is my grandmother's original uh, butcher's block over there. Wow. Uh, when, she, when she came to America, she was in her late uh, 50s, early 60s, and she and my grandfather uh, just, they, were, they survived World War II. Uh, my grandfather was in a concentration camp. My grandmother was left to take care of the children on her own in uh, communist, uh, former Yugoslavia. And so when she came here, uh, she, she had pretty bad rheumatoid arthritis. So my grandfather found her a butcher block and had it cut to, um, her being able to sit down because she was with walkers and canes to do all her work. And if you actually look at it, you can see where she would cut, chop, pound, where she rolled out dough, each corner had its segment. And this is like, I think this is maybe one of the greatest pride and joys that we have because you can still feel her. She hasn't left, but the, the, every corner speaks to what, what she did and just her tenacity and wanting to feel like she was at home in America and sort of worked every angle. <laughs> and she, didn't let, she didn't let her, her trouble with arthritis stop her. She just sat down and kept doing it. That, that generation uh, had something uh, that was remarkable, regardless of any of the pains or any of the things that they went through. They sort of found a focus and sort of used their, their attention to sort of mitigate if they were feeling pain or if they were feeling any aches or pains. They just always did something, always had a project. My grandfather was always doing something. My father, you know, uh, 88, 89 years old, would, you know, go on the roof, you know, to make repairs when everyone else was like, oh, my God, Bronco, what are you thinking? And he goes, no, no, I'm okay, I'm okay, everything's good. <laughs> so, you know, they just kept themselves moving. If it took them longer, it took them longer, but... They did it. So I admit that I got a little emotional when she was telling this story about this butcher block. On the butcher block, too, there's uh, the the present day reservation book that they that the restaurant uses is there, and you can see uh, it's been in use. This is just this year. Um, it's got really like well worn pages, and uh, everything's handwritten, and just a beautiful symbol for how how she's carrying on the legacy. I mean, this the reservation book sits on top of her grandma's butcher block. I mean, how beautiful yeah. with a portrait of her like looking, <laughs> looking over. Right, amazing. And one other thing that I thought was really touching, Bobby, was every time that she references her father, she kind of slips into this this impression, this accent that he yes, did. I love that. I love that. Just so much pride in in her mm-hmm. family. And on the second part of this conversation, she's going to channel her father a bit more mm-hmm. and tell a story about uh, a very prestigious award that Three Brothers won back in two thousand two. That's on the next part here of Urban Spelunking. Let's go to the movies. Cinebuds is a podcast about movies. In each episode, you never know what you're going to get. Every Wednesday, with 88.9's Justin Barney and Milwaukee Films' Christopher Pollard. Each episode, they take you on a quest. What kind of quest? A quest of danger, excitement, thrills, wonder, adventure. And if you want to join their journey on the latest movies, just tune in to Cinebuds at RadioMilwaukee.org slash podcasts. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. 
Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. And we're back at Three Brothers Restaurant in Bayview. This has been, in, in Bayview, a real institution for 60-plus years inside of a former Schlitz Tidehouse. Uh, as you heard, we, we learned about the butcher block that's there. Of course, years and years of history and tradition there. Can you imagine owning something like that? I can't imagine having like my grandmother or great-grandmother's butcher block or something that personal, something right. that's so tied to that person in their everyday life. I can't imagine that. And you can actually, when you see it, as she mentioned, you can see how each corner had its own use. You know, dough was rolled out on one side and the chopping happened over here. And it was amazing because each of the corners had a distinctly different uh, wear pattern to it. So yeah. you, you know she was telling the truth, right? Because this one <laughs> had like a big divot out of it. This other one was sort of worn smooth. Like it was interesting how each corner did have a different look to it. Yeah, I, the, the oldest thing that I have of my grandmother is before she passed, she did some artwork and I've got uh, some oil paintings that she did that I still have hanging up on my wall. Yeah. Um, and like a like a digital piano that she left me, you know, but, but that's maybe 20 years old tops. You know, right. think about something that you know, is that old with that much history? It's really, really special. It's amazing. So Three Brothers is, uh, you know, of course, a big deal if you're from Milwaukee, but it's gotten some attention outside of Milwaukee. In fact, it's got a, a national reputation. It won a James Beard Award back in 2002. It's also been featured in a lot of, like, uh, prestigious cooking magazines and yeah. things, too. Yeah, it's it's well known. So it's not just us talking about how no, great, it's how not great just of a us. time we had at Three it's Brothers. more important people than us. And um, she shares this fantastic story about when the phone call came to let them know that they were in contention for this prestigious James Beard Award. Malunka picks up the story here. Got a phone call on a Saturday night and somebody ad- addressed, I happened to answer the telephone, you know, that this is William Reese, you know, from the, I can't remember if it was the Chicago Tribune or the Wall Street Journal, forgive me, I, I can't recall. Um, and we thought it was a prank because we were receiving some prank calls with what was going on. So I hung up the phone, just hung up. <laughs> Phone, man calls back again, addresses himself the same. Hang up the phone. (laughs) And then I go to my dad, I go, somebody keeps calling. And he's like, I get the phone. And so get the phone. He tells my father that they've been nominated for the America's Classic. To be honest with you, I'm not certain if my father even knew what the James Beard Award was. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then they went to New York, my mom's home city, uh, in May and were chosen as America's classic. And just honestly, if you consider people who lost everything to come here, to be honored, not a specific person, not even a specific cuisine, but that certain people in carrying on what means something to them has affected the home that they now have and that they now are considered a part of it, moved my dad. It was one of the greatest things. And he and my mother accepted the award, not specifically for my grandmother, really for our whole family, but for my grandmother who really created the menu and the cuisine and sort of nurtured our family. I mean, for our family, this has always been our Ellis Island. There is no family member that has ever come into this country that does not come here first. You can go anywhere else you want in the world, but when my grandparents were here and, and our family was here, they, all, they literally land here first. So it was, it was, now that I don't have my father, knowing what it meant to him, it's like one of those moments that you just, 
you hold it really close in your heart. Well, I was so moved by this story, Bobby. I went ahead and booked a reservation. I'm, I'm going there <laughs> uh, for a second dining experience myself. And uh, certainly... This is a beautiful family story at Three Brothers Restaurant. Is this the beginning of like a weekly visit for you? It could be. Yeah, it'd be yeah, two it weeks be. in a row. <laughs> well, you can uh, you can see pictures and, of course, share this episode with a friend at radiomilwaukee.org slash podcasts. Podcasts in 88.9 are produced by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab. With support from On Milwaukee and your membership, you can subscribe to this podcast and all of 88.9's podcasts at radiomilwaukee.org slash podcasts or anywhere that you get your podcasts. It's on Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo. Thanks. I wish I'd figured out how to say thank you in Serbian. Ah, yes. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Nate.